0: Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird, live from Largo, Florida. Another beautiful day here in Florida. It's so terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. So, busy day today. We have a whole family that's come in to see us from out of town, which is uh, always fun. Get to meet people in person, get to interact with them in person, which is uh, something I always enjoy. I love coaching in person. That's my thing. Right. Um, And that's why I'm building a a gym in Nicaragua on the beach so I can uh, coach people in person without being indoors. So I, uh, I love going to the gym, but I don't want to, I don't want to be inside all day. So that's why I have a dream of building gyms on the beach. So we're going to start in Nicaragua and we're going to move from there. If you want to help support that, be part of that, just go to a link the link in the description under my link tree. You'll see the retreat to Nicaragua, which is, uh, rest, relax, recharge. That's, uh, at the beginning it's in January. So it's coming up really quickly from the 6th to 11th, everything's included, including picking up from the airport. The only thing you're responsible for is getting yourself to Nicaragua, which is a really easy flight from Miami or Houston. Tickets are really reasonable. And then you're get picked up VIP service at the airport brought out to the resort, which is about an hour, an hour and a half from, uh, from Managua, which is the capital city. Uh, it's a super easy flight, like an hour and a half from Miami. And then everything's included all your meals, you can golf until your arms fall off if you're into that. Um, accommodations, you get to hang out with Dr. Stillman, Stan Efferding and I, we be doing tons of q&a's, all sorts of fun things. You talking uh, about Nicaragua? I was talking about Nicaragua, I was talking. You gotta about come. It's gonna a be a blast. Building a gym down there so I can actually train people in person outside, which I really, as you, as you know, I love training people in in person so much that um, you know I annoy people sometimes.
1: Um, yeah. No, you don't. Well, I do. I do because I I I'll try to help. You do. Help. You try to help people in the gym. You got to save everyone, Jim. I, I know. I, I've
0: learned that I can't. I can't. Some save. people are determined I to I sink.
1: I, I. can't.
0: I can't save. I can't save everyone. No, but you so can but try. I can try. Can and then try. tomorrow we've got the, uh, the minerals webinar with Clark and and Dr. Clark Stilman. and I've got a minerals webinar at eleven. If you have not watched Clark and uh, Dr. Stillman interact, it's it's very good. They they have great. Uh, hilarious winty Yeah, winty, banter. winty um, banter. So you need to you need to go just go to one of our YouTube channels. It's right there. Boom. Click under lives. Hit the notification for that. Dr. Stillman's Twitter. Because uh, we're tweeting a lot more a lot of interactive tweets. So mm-hmm. you want to follow that. There's a lot of good stuff being shared there. And the lovely Lauren is joining us. Let's bring her up here and improve the, improve the screen dramatically so so we have a lot for you good Good morning my q and a's this week or my calls my coaching calls have been filled with uh nitric oxide is bad estrogen is bad um there's been a lot of this uh clicky bait kind of material and and not to say there's anything wrong with that but um people in our space, unfortunately, have to make these absolute statements to kind of stand out from the rest because there's so many people out there putting out content.
1: Yeah.
0: And right. a lot of times there's no context provided. And I know I was sitting next to Jay Campbell when this was released and he just, I mean, his head almost spun off his shoulders.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I literally was sitting right next to him and he, we both at the same time got the notification. We both reached over to each other with the phone. It was, oh, yeah. Okay. And so uh, it it really leads to a a lot of confusion and and we really have to like go back and simplify things for people and keep them from, I mean, we have one poor lady on the call the other night who was so confused because she was getting so many different messages from different people about different testing. And this person says this and that person says this and this person says that. How do we, you know, how do we deal with this uh, doctors and nurse?
2: So you know, I think that we have to look at these things from a broader scale um, and really understand what what we're looking at and in these articles and in this these, this information that comes out, they like to single out one piece of you know these hormones. for example, like with estrogen, they're talking about how it's proliferative, which it is and, and it promotes cancer. Um, you know, in excess, any hormone can have some downsides. Um, but it's all about the balance. So it's just our job to do a really good job at, you know, making sure we're explaining to patients, the risks, benefits, um, even
0: oxygen is toxic at high doses, you know, people, people don't understand that it's all in the dose. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and there's a balance to everything. So, you know, we would never really recommend in practice just one single hormone to, cause you, you can get an excess and then you do have some downside effects. So I think the most important thing is to just really do a good job in educating patients.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think number one, context matters. And then I've learned the more i've practiced the more focused i am and what are we going to do and how does information change what we're going to do yeah and a big piece of that has to do with human beings and what they do are not what cell lines and chemicals do in a test tube and so this idea that's something that happens in a in a in vitro study or even in a mouse model or and this you know we recently talked about this with siberian hamsters people were saying oh no you know if you give melatonin to a siberian hamster it's gonads go from the size of a marble to the size of a grain of rice Well, yeah they live in siberia which means that if it's cold it's dark and if it's dark their melatonin rises and the last thing they want to be doing is siring a litter in the middle of the siberian winter because what are those pups going to do Die. i don't know what, i don't know if we call those i don't know if we call hamster offspring pups but whatever they are sure they're going to nurse and then mom's going to run out of fuel and then all the hamsters die. So humans don't have the susceptibility to melatonin taking their sex steroid hormone levels. And so you have to look at this from what happens to actual real people in the real world. And then what is, you know, how do they feel about that is actually another important component of that. I'll get to that in a minute. So what actually happens with people in the real world, right, is that the body and the body doesn't make mistakes what happens is people get physiologically deranged to the point that the normal responses of the body become maladaptive. And I don't know if I even wanna say maladaptive, they become, they they actually can create more dysfunction. But those are really extremes of physiology. And that always happens when you've introduced something into the system that are bad. So like for example, a lot of heavy metals are, are endocrine disrupting compounds so many of these people who we see who have these abnormally high estrogen levels to what degree is that due to their total toxic burden of these chemicals right uh, and that's where if you do a study and you say oh well, all the people who had high estrogen levels got sick and died young therefore the estrogen is to blame that's a little bit like saying flies cause garbage or ambulances cause car crashes it's not fair right. because really what's happening is their total toxic burden is conferring to them all of this damage that then creates a high estrogen level right? And so it's not the cause. And Chris Masterjohn did a great post, I think it was today or yesterday, where he said, look, hormones are not the root cause of anything, anything full stop. It's underlying metabolic reactions that are driving the body's hormone levels. And hormones are signaling molecules, and they react, and then they're the product, ultimately, of what you put into your body. They're the product of the light that hits your eye and your skin. They're the product of the food you put in your body. They're the product of the contaminants heavy metals pollutants etc that you're exposed to right and so when we're asking questions like well is estrogen bad for people well you know what are you going to do are you going to take every woman's ovaries out because you have studies that show that estrogen is bad well no i mean i hope you don't think that that's a good idea it's not Uh, could i be convinced that occasionally there's a case where someone's ovaries are so diseased and they're so confused and their hormonal abnormalities are so bad that maybe that's a good idea sure have i ever seen that i can't recall a case like that ever so then it's well okay are we going to give people hormones back who have low levels and that's a very different question because the question you have to answer there is actually if we give people exogenous hormones do they have worse outcomes and what outcome are we going to measure and one of the big mistakes people make right is they'll say oh well so and so or such and such had a dec- decrease in their in their cholesterol levels When they did such and such and so and so and then they had a lower risk of heart disease well who cares if they had a lower risk of heart disease if their overall risk of death went up do you care about having heart disease or do you care about dying these are very different things so when you look at outcomes the people on hrt hormone replacement therapy who are taking exogenous hormones don't have worse outcomes even when they're not well managed what i mean by that is some clinicians saying oh you know you're in menopause here is the standard you know, dose that we give everyone, go on your merry way and enjoy your youthful hormone levels. When we do hormone replacement therapy and no one studies practices like ours at scale because we don't really exist at scale. When we do hormone replacement therapy, what are you doing, Jim? I was just playing with that. Sorry, I wanted to see what it looked like. My fault. It's not dancing. an improvement.
0: <laughs> I know. It's so, me in the
1: center and that's not good. When we do hormone replacement, in the well, actually, maybe when I do it, for those of you listening to the podcast, we're playing around with the, the settings. No, that's not it. No, it's still me.
0: I, I guess since I'm the one that signed in originally, I guess.
1: Maybe. Oh, Sorry I know. Sorry to, to get you it.
0: distracted, Doug.
1: Oh, there we go. I did it. There we go. Oh, look at you. If you're listening to the podcast, this part will make absolutely no sense. It's okay. <laughs> Come watch us on YouTube. It'll make sense. Anyway, uh, so with um, when we're doing exogenous hormones, hormone replacement therapy in women who are in menopause, men who are in andropause, We monitor the levels, and we titrate the doses to symptom relief. And this is how you relieve symptoms. And then when you test levels, you'd use the gold standard test, Uh, the gold standard test being a 24-hour urinary hormone collection study. You do the gold standard test. You make sure that the levels are in the optimal ranges, and then you adjust the doses in such a way that you're confident it will remain within the optimal ranges. And that's how you do it and that's very different from these people running around saying well we gave all these people Premarin or Prempro or this hormone or that hormone or you know over-the-counter birth control and they had this outcome or that outcome or this happened or that happened you know these are very different um very different processes very different treatment plans in the end and that's why you know we and you, this is all in estrogen matters the book by Abram blooming which I tell women to read if they're interested in HRT because he runs through the data in a very, very coherent, very compelling, very expansive way. And my mentor, Dr. Rosensweet turned me onto that book and he's been doing hormone replacement therapy for years. Uh, He's had patients die of breast cancer, right? And that means, I mean, when we talk about this candidly, he says, look, I don't think the data reflects that HRT causes breast cancer at all. If anything, I think it's protective. And secondly, and I know that will probably surprise a lot of people because so much noise out there says that it does, but truly the data does not support that. He says it, it, that this, this does not hold up under scrutiny. And secondly, there's lots of things that women are doing that increase their risk of breast cancer. And this is just one example, right? There's lots of illnesses linked to hormone abnormalities and deficiencies, but even if it, it did, a small amount. There's many things that are normal in our society that people do that increase your risk of breast cancer more and that don't confirm any Broken circadian rhythm. Yeah, I mean, being a flight attendant is a higher risk for breast, risk factor for breast cancer than any study that's ever been shown to have an association between HRT and breast cancer, which by the way, all were done not with bioidenticals, but with pharmaceuticals that are one size fits all and are not dose tailored to the individual. So well, and a good a good yeah. clinician is also going to work on the lifestyle factor.
0: They're not just mm-hmm. going to dump hormones in people's laps and say just keep right. charging along, right? And a lot of yeah.
1: HRT clinics are doing exactly what you just mentioned because people are on a budget. They're shopping around. They're trying to get, you know, the lowest ticket item to get their HRT. Which we we understand that money's not infinite. It doesn't grow on trees unless you're the Federal Reserve Bank, right? Uh, and so you have to make choices about how and where you're going to direct your healthcare dollars, but. You know it's very important for people to know that there's so much you can do to help fix your your body help help you heal be well achieve your full potential uh that modulates your hormones that has nothing to do with pharmaceutical drugs
0: well and we we learned like from from the bodybuilding world that um how dangerous blocking something like estrogen is because mm-hmm. it, it, it yes, just Jim, talk about leads to, to high levels of strokes and and heart attacks in men, and it just like if you take a man, you put him on a Remedex a couple times a week for a long period of time, and you get his estrogen down below five, like we're talking suicidal thoughts, zero libido, like none, like dead as a hammer, um, and and it's just not not a good outcome for that. That that was the standard. Um, you know, treatment for years, and then we talk about chemical castration for prostate, um, you know, cancer. And and my heart goes out to people that that have to deal with that. But if I'm given the choice between dealing with prostate cancer and chemical castration, I know what I well, I know what I'm choosing, and it's not chemical castration. <laughs> That's just my choice, you know. So I got a nice little saw going off here in the background. I need to mute myself, but
1: yeah, and the um, the risk benefit that you just alluded to right is really important because we'll have people coming to us to say look I am so unhappy with how I feel how I look how my body's operating I really want to be on hormone replacement therapy because I was on it before or my friends are on it and they're telling me how great they feel and how youthful they feel and how their their lives are better and improved because of this what do you have for me and we say well look you know there's some studies that show there's this increased risk we have to mention that full disclosure right we don't believe these studies are the be-all end-all we think that they're you know an inaccurate reflection of what they're not an accurate reflection of what we do as a practice for reasons i've just explained previously and we say look so long as you understand that you know there's people who think this isn't a good idea and you're doing this you know as a competent independent you know free thinking, critically thinking, hopefully adult. We're not here to basically patronize you and tell you that you can't have these therapeutic agents. If you think this is what's best for you and this is what you need in order to achieve your goals, we're going to help you dose these correctly and safely. And we've seen, and I think this is so, it's so disturbing how the medical community treats this they, they treat, you know, for example, testosterone, you know, the, the double think around testosterone is insane, right? On the one hand, you know, a child can go to the doctor in certain states, in certain places and say, I think I'm the opposite sex. And they'll say, oh, well, we're going to affirm what you believe with drugs that block your natural hormone production, that alter your natural hormone levels. And we're going to call that medical care because you want it. But a man comes to, grown man, who says, look, I need testosterone. I know my testosterone levels are normal, you know, 300, 400, which is on the low end. Mm-hmm. Uh, or their free tea is low for various reasons. And I feel I need testosterone in order to be happy, be well, have a healthy metabolism, have a I healthy want to put on some muscle. I want to put, put on, on some, some muscle. Man. Have a healthy relationship okay. with my wife, girlfriend, whatever and the doctor says, well, your level's not low enough. We can't do that. I mean, what? Sorry, uh, one of these people who's not a competent adult who can't decide what they want for breakfast, and if they were allowed to, would probably choose- Sugary cereal that would destroy their body and their metabolism long-term, right? And they walk in and they get exactly what they want because why? It's It's politically correct. Well, and what are the long term side effects of oh pressing puberty? Like These <clears throat> kids are going to be so unhappy, so miserable and so sick because your whole metabolism is built on a fundamental level around your genes. I and mean, that X, Y or XX bone density identity is not something you can change. And so this is a whole big, crazy science experiment that please please like this
0: video because obviously it is not going to be showing up in any searches
1: anywhere (laughs) we wonder how long will last on the legacy social media platform and that's why you need to get on our email list so when we disappear we can tell you where we're going that's right otherwise (laughs) you won't get our insight and god help you if you don't have access to the kind of information we share yeah it's like the cattle being funneled through the chutes into the slaughterhouse I you know, Lord I don't think that's that I don't think that's hyperbole. I mean, the, the way that modern medical yeah. system is built, it's all built around sickness, disease, chronic illness, getting worse and worse and worse and worse until you have no health and no wealth left. And you're hoping your social security payment may, will cover the cost of your deductible and your co pays. And maybe you can buy, you know, dollar ground beef at Walmart. Although I don't think they're even selling dollar ground beef at Walmart anymore. Mm-mm. So Man, it's you know, getting, Lauren, it's you uh, you, you, you mentioned that uh,
0: almost seems strategic in the fact that you know, one day they're attacking meat and then all of a sudden everybody's attacking hormones and yeah. peptides. And it, it's really uh, it's really interesting to see that it's it's almost uh, you know, uh, strategic,
2: yeah, yeah. like things go silent for a bit and. It seems like there's almost like a push to promote certain things, and I just really just couldn't believe like the slaughter this week of hormones um, and all things optimization and just you know there to help help us feel better and age gracefully. Right.
1: right. Now to be fair though, I don't think because we put Joe Mercola in the title right, and Joe's a friend. Right. Yeah, we love. Him. I didn't think that article love, that he put I out, jo- was jo- a Merc- out. I love Joe That's right. Mercola but one of my um and I don't think he said in his article that he thinks that bioidentical hormone replacement is bad I think he was very much of the of the position that high levels of estrogen can create problems I didn't read the article in that much detail and I hope he said this in there because I think he knows this um but I think that like I said before the high estrogen is the result not the problem and and bill hartman has this great phrase that i saw in one of his articles he said you may not have a pro- a shoulder problem you may have a shoulder result and i thought that was so clever yeah. you know you may not have a hormonal problem you may have a hormonal result very good right yeah and i thought that was a very clever way of getting people to think beyond the shoulder beyond the estrogen beyond the weight beyond the headaches right yeah, the you're problem biased.
0: that you're you're in might be a result of the choices
1: and the strategies that you've used. That's shocking, I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so many other things.
1: And what we do is help people figure out what they're doing wrong that's giving them the results that they're getting. So Well,
0: I think not necessarily wrong. What we do is we educate people on trade-offs. Oh, my
1: gosh. Let me take this hair. It, let me just take this hair right but, now. But like, yeah, so like, yeah, it's like,
0: you know, it because a top, fuel dragster can't turn really well is that wrong no the whole purpose of a top field dragster is to run as fast and a quarter mile as possible Mm -hmm. so it's not bad that they have horrible
1: steering it is if you're trying to run around downtown tampa well it's an interesting conversation though right because really what this gets back to is we take care of patients and we honor their goals but there are some goals we will not allow them to try and get to right well yeah a penguin trying (laughs) to fly across
0: the continent
1: is it like life like
0: bill says this all the time we're not all created equal mm. right like i'm never going to play in the nba <laughs> unless i buy the nba and i take over all the teams but even then there's plenty of like and five, you change the rules that yeah there's, well, there's plenty of five and ten, headbutting ten, and grappling there's plenty of of uh five ten dudes that can play much much better basketball than me mm-hmm. right even if I brought the height level down. Now, if it was full contact basketball, that would be a much different uh, thing, right? Yeah. So you're built with certain structure, you're built with certain things, you're given certain things. And our job is to educate people to be the best version of you, right? and not compare yourself. And that's part of the problem with social media is you're comparing Mm. yourself to everyone else, right? Yeah, and they're using filters. Know. and filters Yeah, you're, and a, you're and a Camry, and Camrys are great. They're very reliable. They're actually much more stylish than they used to be, and you're comparing mm-hmm. yourself to the McLaren. Yeah.
2: You're
0: Terrible. never
1: going to be a McLaren, nor would you want to be. Why would you want to be McLaren? Okay. That's a McLaren? That's, that's a lot okay. of work.
0: Right. So let, you know.
1: So. And the other thing about this is we want people to be realistic, right? Because they'll say, like, I want to be a McLaren that can go off-road. And we're like, hold on a minute. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It's just not going to work. We know you want this, but it doesn't exist. Anyone telling you that they can make this happen for you is selling you a lie. We might be able to turn it into a submarine like James Bond where it like, you know, the car. Oh, that's great. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. But but that's the thing, right, is that even with that analogy, right, do you really think the submarine McLaren is going to compete with the Ferrari or the non-submersible McLaren? Everything comes at a cost. Everything comes at a trade-off. Get used to it. And have somebody in your corner who can walk you through the reality instead of selling you the myth so i've got to jump off guys.
0: says can you get by dr stillman we're going to chat for two more minutes and then we're going to can your mindset raise testosterone i would say uh stress management can definitely raise testosterone so if you're in a mindset of of scarcity and of stress that's going to affect your body's ability to Produce testosterone. So, mm-hmm. if you don't have the resources needed for testosterone, if you're missing like sunlight, you're missing the protein, the amino acids, you're missing you know the the fat that you need in your diet, and you've got chronic stress. You know, chronic stress is going to eat up. You're going to end up making cortisol. Yeah. Uh, you know, pregnenolone steel they call it, where you're end up making cortisol instead of making all the feel good hormones. Um, so mindset is going to play a role, but it, mostly in stress management.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Do you have any anything to add to that?
2: You said that perfectly, Jim. When when cortisol is pumping, it, it takes over and steals the show. So none of these other wonderful hormones can can have an effect.
0: And uh, Diana, thank you for all the great comments. We appreciate your support. Uh, yes. She's been very supportive in the comments. And I'd like to thank everyone for for watching. Uh, Miss Lauren, what are you up to uh, this weekend? Anything fun and exciting?
2: Well, New York is, you know, going into autumn, my favorite time. So just mm-hmm. being outside, trying to soak up some sun while we mm-hmm. still have it. Yesterday it was 72 degrees. So do you I have your,
0: do you have your sauna space all ready to, do you have a sauna space?
2: I don't, I have a sauna blanket, which I love cause I can okay. lay down and
0: yeah, yeah, sure.
2: Sort of put my headphones on and decompress. So. It's a good yeah, one. we
0: actually the sauna space people actually message us uh, this week, and if you're on our email list, they're running a special. Oh, I saw which that. which you'll get an extra discount if you use uh, I can't remember the code, but also the Spurdy D people message us too, and they've they've right. upped uh, if you you go to Spurty D if you're looking to get a Spurty D lamp, if you use the code Stillman all caps, you get ten percent off. Uh, the Spurdy D so those are if you're in a northern latitude yeah the sauna space and the Spurdy D are definitely two things that you're going to use to help you get through the winter if you can't move south like I, I
2: absolutely am. I have my I, Spurdy
0: w- D. yeah I went up I had to run to Lexington for like one day like two weeks ago just to take care of some stuff that I had to be there in person for I didn't have much time so I didn't get to see very many people I just kind of in and out and um it was just absolutely gross. It was like, I I, I, I I, got up in the morning and I walked outside and it was gray and rainy and yucky. And I was like, this is exactly why I moved away. I
2: know.
0: So Amy would like to know which blanket you have, Miss Lauren.
2: I have the higher dose sauna blanket, Amy. Um, it's really, it's really great. I bought it around COVID. It was one of the first ones that I was seeing because we were stuck in we were stuck inside um but theirs is really good i like theirs
0: and it makes you sweat
2: oh yeah yeah and i like it because you can lay down you know yeah, um you get it yeah okay
0: well we're gonna have miss lauren on more often um to bring some different vibe to the to the to the uh to the scene yeah. so lauren works in our practice she does a really good job and um we're continuing to add Uh, people to help behind the scenes because, you know, Dr. Stillman can only see so many people uh, himself Um, and our medical practices. Absolutely. I'd say spilleth over at the cup would be uh, an understatement. So, but, you know, that's why we have the coaching practice as well, because what people don't realize is a lot of the stuff, you know, people that have medical issues, the lifestyle part of it is so important. And it it doesn't really matter what the medical issue is and and people people balk at this, but it doesn't matter what it's PCOS or Hashimoto's or whatever it is, the fundamental lifestyle things are the same. And most people just don't even have those right at all. And so they're chasing all these supplements and all these different things in their foundation. And that's fine. There's tools that help with all those things, as you know. But if you don't have the fundamentals the sleep, the getting outside, the stress management, if you don't have these things in place and they aren't consistent in your life, your outcomes are gonna be much, much less. So you can wait four months to try and see the doctor or you can get on a call with the doctor and I, and we can talk to you and, and walk you through things. And hey, it might be your exercise program that's causing your problem. I've been on the call with three three ladies this week where the exercise program they were on was causing their problem, mm-hmm. right? so uh, and and we we deal with tons of people they think they're eating healthy but the 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 way they're eating combined with the stress they're under and their exercise program is actually what's causing their issue and so you know you can get on a call and we can work you through this and give you some things to try uh and or you can wait four months and you're going to go through the same process it's just going to be a lot more expensive yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so because you know dr stillman has to charge a premium for his time because he doesn't have a lot of it so yeah. that's why it's really important to get on a group call and start interacting with us and get your habits rolling and have some accountability and the community that we have is great so you oh. can actually talk about it and we're going to get miss lauren on some of those calls too so
2: yeah i'll
0: be there all right have a have a wonderful weekend Ms. You lauren. Too,
2: Jim. are you doing anything good
0: uh packing right Packing, lots okay. of packing. Well, we have a like the whole afternoon is in-person physicals. We have a family that came in and it's... Uh, so, and then this weekend is just, I'm going to be helping uh, load things into a truck and put stuff yeah. in storage. And and basically I am purging everything I pretty much own.
2: One of the uh, best things you could do.
0: I am basically getting everything I own into a Nissan Pathfinder. And, and that is going to be basically... All I got. You gonna let my, it all my, go?
2: You're going to be 50 pounds lighter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking yeah. forward to simplifying and and I I mean it's really crazy. I've got so many boxes that I haven't even opened from like last year. I've got so much crap that I just don't need. I hear ya. you. That's know?
2: one that's one of the benefits you can look at moving, you know, cuz when else yeah. are you going to go through all this stuff? And that's it just great. allows you to just whatever you don't need, whatever you haven't seen you right. haven't missed it. So just get rid of it.
0: I agree. Yeah. All right. Have yourself a great day.
2: You as well, Jim. Bye-bye.
0: Get outside, Bye, everybody. everybody.